What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Debrief Table Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, alongside me, co host Keith. What's up? On this episode, we're bringing it from the archives. We're with our good friend, Matt, who gives his thoughts and opinions on the John Eisenman case. So, without further ado, let's dive into it. Matt, I haven't seen you in like six months. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I, dude, you look amazing. How much weight have you lost? Uh, like 50 pounds, maybe. Dude, you look great. Thank you. I'm, I'm not even just trying to be nice, because you know I'll, I'll tell you you're a fat fuck if you're a fat fuck. But you got this new hair look going. Not your face. It's just talking <laughs> about your body. You got this uh, David Beckham slash Brad Pitt looking. I mean, you're like the uglier version of the two. But, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> not trying to compete. David Pitt. Okay. David got Pitt. <laughs> uh, so last week we talked about uh, this case that just popped up. Uh, a father who had a daughter who was sold into sex trafficking by her boyfriend for $1,000. He found out found her got her back found out what happened and he went after the boyfriend boyfriend was uh killed by the dad basically put in a trunk of a car and left abandoned not only that uh the body was just found uh three or four weeks ago and the the murder happened a year ago fucking yeah i think it's (laughs) like the thing that I think is funny is the the person who drove the car from the spot where it was sitting for almost a year to like whatever location they found it in where there was a dead body in the trunk for a year. And how do you not know there's a dead body in the trunk of the car that's been there for a year? <laughs> so uh, apparently this the location of where the car was dropped off was planned by the dad. He paid this guy to drop his car, car off in a specific location. The reason why is because this area was known to have abandoned cars just left. Hmm. People just around the area, just like another abandoned car. Well, the way the body was found was people were looking through the car mm-hmm. and noticed the stench and decided to look in the trunk. And when I say they were looking through the car, uh, it sounded like the car was getting broken into. Yeah. And <laughs> they fa- came across a terrible stench. <laughs> yeah. And they decided to look and Didn't lo and they behold, say it sounded like mold, smelled like mold or something. Oh, I don't know. I've smelled a few dead bodies. I think it's worse than mold. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got to tune into that because apparently the vehicle belonged to John's fiance, Brenda Cross. Yeah. Which I didn't know that. Up until like today, um, well, it's in the article. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't in the first report. <clears throat> it was, and in I the was wondering you if you sent me. <laughs> I was wondering if it if if it came back to that, and that's how he was found, or he was caught, or whatever you want to call it. Um, because I thought if you're you know you're going to send somebody off and say, hey, go kill this person, put him in a trunk, and whatever you know, you're going to say steal a car, and you know. Don't link it to me whatsoever. So I guess my theory on it, I don't have a daughter. So he almost turned into the, uh, what do we call him? The, uh, what do we call him last week? What movie was it? Oh, uh, Taken. 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 Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson. Yeah. And we we're like, oh, it's like the Liam Neeson of 
modern day, but you don't see this anywhere. You don't see it anywhere unless you pull it up. And that's what kind of why we brought it up. And so on your opinion on this, God forbid something like this happened to you. How do you feel about John or what John did? What's your complete output on it? Honestly, I'd probably do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to my kids, I think I saw this somewhere. Where did I see this? I don't know. I saw this recently. Someone said, when it comes to my kids, I will smile in my mugshot. Yep. I completely agree. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, did you, there still hasn't been any update on the case. Not that I'm seeing, no. I'm actually following uh, nypost.com right now, and uh, <clears throat> still a million-dollar bond. Um, it looks... The only thing we didn't talk about that... Um, I'm surprised there's even a bond. Well, a million-dollar bond, and typically, I would say 90% of the time, a bond is set. And yeah, then, but what is that? Like, somebody could... What is that, like $10,000? No, that's only if it's ten percented. Yeah, and then it's a hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah. 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 So of a million. Of a million. Yeah. Ten yeah, percent yeah. of a million. Yeah. yeah. Or ten percent so, of the set. The bond. Right. Yes. So the, they'll ten percent it for certain cases. Now, mm-hmm. if you are, uh, if it comes to like pedophilia or anything that, along the lines that are like aggravated murder or something like that, like attempted murder and things like that, can be ten percented. Um, so aggravated murder of a proven guilt. Usually they want ten percent. So then, why even post a bond? Because someone will pay it, or an attorney will come up and say, I, "From my understanding, an attorney will come up and say, hey, we can work this case. Let's get him out now.'" And so, wait a minute. Let me. What's this guy's story? Is he rich? Is he just a normal dude? Which one? Uh, the father. The father. Oh, John. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know much about his background. Um, cause I million dollars who like, I don't know. <clears throat> I just think that's weird that, well, typically people will take out a loan, uh, for that and it'll be actually held against like their house or their car or their house and car, depending on what they have. And, um, well, okay. So I guess since I'm, since I'm asking the question along those same lines, you asked my opinion on. Like, what's my opinion of, of what he did? So what's our opinion, or everybody's opinion, on what do you think this guy's chance is of getting free of this? That's kind of what we spoke on last yeah, week. On the last, on the last episode. He's going to get charged with something. Is it going to be... I mean, if you if you look at it, this was... Planned. I mean, it's not self-defense. It's not self-defense. This is definitely going to go down as he's charged with first-degree murder. He premeditated and then yeah. basically left the body for a whole year. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know much about that kind of stuff. But any other case, that's all they talk about is this was planned. He knew where the body was. It was tampered with because yeah. it was moved from the location. And um, the per uh, him. Right? Like, he didn't do it, but if he paid somebody to drive the car... Well... <clears throat> who knows? So they, if, go ahead. they were talking about just how the hands and the ankles were bound, and obviously whoever did it had 
an intent of what they were going to do. Yeah, but do we think he did that? I mean, if he killed if him. If it was my kid, if he yeah, killed him, yeah. I'm yeah, sure he probably yeah. there tied no, him up. There ain't no fucking chance. Probably if, tied him up before he killed him. If you touch my kid, I'm telling you, in any way, shape, or form. And that, in fact, we're having this kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't think you'd find a body. <laughs> yeah, you would. No. I got shovels. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I know some people who can help bury a body. <laughs> well, I got a couple friends that'll help me yeah, dig. Yeah, we all got sure. friends who know how to bury a body, I'm sure. So I think last last episode we talked about um, GoFundMe pages and 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 whatnot. Uh, there's already been uh, a GoFundMe page, and it's not a GoFundMe page, but if it's 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 called um, Give Send Go. Yeah, I think you're just playing into people's emotions, like us. You know, like you're, there's going to be a million people out there who are like, "Fuck yeah, I'd do what this guy did," and they're gonna. You know, like, I honestly think like that's not even I mean, the guy's going to get charged for something. He's going to he's going to go to prison. Well, it all depends on who the judge is, too. I think I think uh, Ryan's right. He's going to go to prison. I One way or another, he's going to prison. I'd be hoping uh, he didn't. he's going to go to prison. <laughs> is he going to get a life sentence or the death sentence? Or the death? Yeah. Let's be serious. I, I yeah. swear to God. This guy's if, going to prison. Yeah, if, what if, was the case a couple years ago where um the dad was in the courtroom. His daughter was raped by this guy. I I, I can't even pull. I names. think I remember. What I, you're I know talking what you're talking about. about but he and said, he, "Hey, can I can I please have one hands? minute yeah, in a room yes. with him?" And I do remember that. And she denied it. And he's like, "Well, I'm sorry, I have to do this." And jumps and over jumped. the table. And he went free. He didn't. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He didn't get anything. Uh, <laughs> even contempt. But he didn't even like make it over the table. <laughs> Still, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll give it to him. He's probably in his fifties. Less yeah. I know, not as athletic. Uh, but let's be serious. <laughs> we probably wouldn't even meet it over the table ourselves. No, maybe. All right, you... give me six minutes to climb over this table. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna get you. <laughs> so back to the this uh, fun page. Um, so it, it looks like we were talking about um, the bond ten percent. Yeah, million. Well, it they're not ha- they don't have that right. No, so this this uh, fun page, the goal is a hundred thousand dollars. What would you say it's at right now? If I guessed, I, I at least say, I, at least half. If I guessed, two hundred sixty-five thousand. <laughs> the goal is a hundred thousand, Keith. <laughs> yeah. Well, those they'll, things they'll have a tendency it. to get they'll, out of control. Yeah, they do. But uh, so they're at fifty-nine percent. What's fifty-nine percent of a hundred thousand? Well, 59,000. Put your calculator away. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, $59,387. And if you, if you scroll through recent yeah, donations. Yeah, because guys like us. Yeah. If you, if you scroll through recent donations, I mean, we're talking <laughs> the highest donation so far that I've seen is $50. Every yeah. single donation except, sorry, let me take that back. Not every single donation. Uh, the donations that I'm going through right now. Mostly anonymous donor, and there's only two names that I've seen. So what you're getting at is, from a jury perspective, right? No, I'm just saying oh. from a perspective in general, there there are more people that it, this is supposed to be a Christian fun page. <laughs> which, well, I'm just thinking like if you're at, like going back on what I even said, like he's going to prison, but what's like. The number of people out there who can relate with this guy, how many of those people are going to be on the jury? You know, like, 
is he even going to be able to get a fair trial? Like he'll probably get less time as a result of just the jury relating with him. Yeah. You're going to have, I mean, you're like, unless you somehow are able to get a jury of people that don't have kids, you know, like, I mean, and how could, do you get could, a jury that's unbiased? That could be made for a good point. And I mean, uh, you got a GoFundMe account there that's up to $58,000 towards his bond. And yeah. the highest donation is 50 bucks. Do we know if he's actually locked up right now still and hasn't posted bond? Uh, I would assume that he's locked up right now. Uh, I think the, one of the last pictures we saw of him, he was in court. In, yeah. And in, in a jumpsuit. Yeah, in the, in the orange. Yeah. Um, Where's he locked up at? I have no clue. What, was, uh, what did we say this was at? Washington. Well, Spokane, Washington. Mm. That's right. Um, you know, you made a good point about um, a fair trial, an unbiased yeah. trial. And if we look at a lot of trials that are going on right now, it's it's not uncommon. But the ones that we're seeing on TV are cases with uh, people who have murdered, mm-hmm. uh, people who have, you know, shot at cops. And it, it, I hate I hate to say it, but we have a, you know. African Americans that are on trial and they're they're claiming they're having an unfair trial because the whole jury's white. Yeah, and that's that sucks, right? It's it, this this is going to go both ways. But the other thing ways. too, like I think a lot of the trials that we're seeing, that we're actually seeing, and this is just and this is probably a little bit out of topic, but I think those go down. Those come down to they're fitting into a political agenda. Most of the cases and trials that we're seeing have a lot to do with gun control. You know some of the things that are hot topics in the yeah. news. Right exactly. Now. I guess if, if he was shot, if <clears throat> if he had shot him in public, or even shot him regardless, oh my god, well he owned a firearm. Yeah, he was carrying a gun. If oh, he wasn't carrying oh a gun, oh my god, yeah. Well, but that's kind of where this kind of lays. Like, where have you heard about this before? What news station have you heard about this before? I haven't. No, it's. I didn't even Any hear about it. Social media? Well, I heard about Nothing. it, but when you sent it to me, that was the first yeah. I had actually like right. seen something on it. I, I guess I guess my point with the whole uh, juries with those guys is that there there are claims that they're going straight for the jury and saying these are all white people as, as juries and this is going to be unbiased. If it comes down to a situation like this, what is going to be biased? Yeah, well, like I said... Are like, we going to have all male jurors that... Have, have daughters kids, or that have yeah daughters. or right. they don't yeah would you want a balanced jur- jury where there's m- well just like matt says with well i with wouldn't kids or in, and not kids <laughs> i'd just want like just like matt said i don't have a daughter but i'm telling you right now if doesn't matter. If matt texts me and said hey somebody tried to sell my daughter in a sex trafficking ring i killed him what what time are you available uh i was available four minutes ago to bury a body or yeah i'm all about it so that's the other thing. Um, well, that's a different topic, but sex. What is it? This the whole sex trafficking thing and kids. Well, we brought that up too. There's we're... a there's a lot of high profile people right now that are getting involved. There's a lot of actual like organizations that get high profile people involved in going out on these missions to like go undercover and catch child sex trafficking. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of, of people getting into that. And I I was talking to somebody the other day. And if you go to like Walmart's website 
I was actually telling him about this. If you go to Walmart's website and you just search in the search bar, items over $5,000. Oh, yeah. Wayfair. Dude. Wayfair. Well, no, it's not Remember even Wayfair. Remember when they did that? It, like, it, I'm talking about Walmart. Like, well, so I saw – so to, to capitalize on that, I saw – I follow some political people on um, social media who are into um, conspiracy theories – and so when this whole Wayfair thing like broke wide open, they were literally showing like items on Wayfair that had numbers, like oh, yeah. item numbers. And it was and like these, an age. It was like, a, it was like a fucking cabinet for like $500,000. Yeah. And then boom, a picture right next to it of a kid with that same number on there. Yeah. So Walmart's was, um, and you could do it right now. I, I'm, I'll do it right now just to verify, but you can go on to walmart.com and search, um, uh, items over $5,000 and it'll be like, so we've all had kids. We know it'll be like a, a two T like sleeper or whatever. And it'll say $5,000 ages three to four. Yeah. Like, come on. That's like nothing shady about that. But with this, I, I actually thought like I was, when he was talking to me about it, I was asking him, I was like, all right. So <clears throat> if, if all this did happen and you know he's a, he ends up admitting to killing him he what ha- he already has well no i'm saying like if before like so if he had hadn't admitted to killing him where would they be now as opposed to him saying yeah i murdered him i mean but is it considered self defense or family defense or you know i think that's a good question it's not but should it be Clear's day, it's not self defense. I mean, it's it's almost it's, it's self, but it's like the I'm same, saying, like it, yeah, you got to look at it like, himself, like like the whole the whole concept of vigilante justice, right? Like it's just not that's not a thing. That's not a permissible action, right? And, and what did they say he did? I know the words they use is they he bludgeoned them. <laughs> Him, uh, he took a cinder block and mm-hmm. smashed it over his head. Mm-hmm. Probably tied him up first. Probably tied up his hands and feet. Um, <laughs> good for him. Sorry. I mean, I, I I don't really have sympathy for the victim. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody does. No, um, no. So this is a good. Time. I mean, there's no question he was a piece of shit. But well, actually, you know what? Let's get back to that. We're we're all sitting here saying, yeah, he's a piece of shit or whatever. But is there any proof that he was trying to sell his daughter? Proof. Well, he. He was able to get his daughter back, and that's that. I think we need to find out more on that that right. that topic. He was able to find his daughter, or get his daughter back, and she told him what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's, okay, which is, but that uh, you never know. She could have been mixed up in. People some, say all kinds of shit. Yeah, I mean, if his daughter went out and got hooked on meth, and you know got into some shady situations and felt uncomfortable, you know, or got pissed or whatever, and then made up the whole story, which led to him murdering this guy. It wouldn't be the first time that... It wouldn't be the first time that happened. A woman or a man made up a story to, yeah, to hide something different. So my thoughts are, though, that there has to be some things that are somewhat defensible that happened because of the whole 
circumstances around the trial, right? Like, I mean, she accuses this guy of doing this. He goes out and kills him. I mean, and now this thing is like going to trial and getting this whole, all this attention or maybe not enough attention as it should, but. So I guess my big question, your daughter is 11. Mm -hmm. This happens now. I obviously know what you would do, (laughs) but what would be step one? Like for you, like if she comes home and says, Joe Schmo was touching her on the bus or was doing this. And then he told me to come meet at this place where these guys will make me a ton of money or whatever. It, that's not exactly selling her, but I'm just saying if they just said, Hey, you can make a lot of money doing this. What would be your first reaction? I don't have a daughter. I have two boys and I'm not saying it couldn't happen to a different sex. I'm just saying in general, I'd be seeing red. Right. There would be no action that I would take that would be premeditated. That makes sense. I can tell you that right now. Whatever came to my head is what would happen. Right. Like, there would be no, like, sitting down and thinking, hmm, what am I going to (laughs) do? All right, nine mil, nine mil. Yeah. 45, No, it's already loaded up. We're just going. (laughs) We're going. Hey, what are you doing today? Yeah. <laughs> you got any plans? Hey, uh, Keith, <laughs> I need your help with something. <laughs> and let's don't ask questions. <laughs> let's let's talk about an old uh, case where a father's son was kidnapped and molested. They caught the guy. Kid was rescued, and. The guy was charged, and he was being transported by marshals, local police. I don't know what it was. But gets off at the airport, I believe. They're walking him through, and some guy that's at a payphone turns around, walks up to and shoots him, him, shoots him in the head. That was, a, that was an awesome yeah, story. Yeah, I do remember and that. And he's claimed a hero to most people. Right, that was in the 70s, right? 84? 84? 84? I'm, yeah, I was um, Cause he was at a payphone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was standing at a, a payphone. Pay he was like, like he's talking. He just and pretty sure the only place they have payphones now are jail. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! Think, what was I his name? They, who? The guy, the guy that, was that shot him. No, the guy that shot him. Um, because I remember the guy screaming, "Blank," which is his name, and then they say he says, uh, "Why did you do that?" Well, that was the that was one of the cops. Which the the last name is. Ploche, Ploche. Sorry if I'm yeah, pronouncing it wrong. Jo- that sounds Jody, familiar. Jody Ploche is that the sexually assaulted his son, Jody Ploche. So that, I guess, and that's his son. Um, the 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 guy that was killed, the kidnapper, molester, was Jeff Dossett. Yeah, Jeff Dossett was his name. Jeff Dossett. Um, but I mean, he was claimed a hero, and he did it. He he basically turned around, walked up to the guy, point blank, shot him in the head, dropped the gun, and let authorities tackle him down and like he said why'd you, why'd you do it but uh his name's leon leon gary Ploche. Uh, you know that actually that actually kind of pisses me off when i hear about stuff like that because like i think about like when i watch movies and stuff where like people are so hard to kill it's like literally it would be so easy to kill somebody like that you know right 
Like it's just, people walk around in public all the time, not expecting anything. Situational awareness for people is like non-existent, especially today. Everybody's walking around looking on their phones, dumbfounded. I mean, it. Nobody knows what's going on ever. Well, they talk about all these little shit like this, especially like abductions and stuff, like going on in like regular. Oh, places it would be now. so easy to kidnap somebody, and like regular, and places nobody now. would know. And 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 half the people would sit there and watch it or videotape it. And not do Before anything. Before they do anything, right? Yeah. So I, I pulled up a video, and it, it's Friday, November 5th is when they recorded it, but the guy that found the body is talking. His name's Dane Messy. So let's see if I can, if it plays. Just smell like death. So we decided to go take a look at the car, see what they kept running over there for. We noticed the ignition was hanging down, and it was just a strong smell. I was like, man, this smells terrible. This car smells awful. He goes, oh my God, I'm like, what? There's a dead body in here. I'm like, no way. Trunk was right here, and then front end was right here, parked facing that way. I did not think we'd find a, a, a dead body in the trunk. So is this the guy that was breaking in the car with his buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking he's, he's like, I wasn't breaking in the car, but I was there. I saw something happening. I came out. Right. But uh, so to go back to when we were talking about this, like he was going through and it's like, oh, it smelled terrible. And uh, the other guy was going through the trunk and, oh, my God, there's a dead body. <laughs> Sir, you live eight blocks away. Uh, why Why were you coming out? To right. Yeah. Snooping around this is, a car. This is, yeah, this is taking out of nowhere uh, near uh, where you live. <laughs> so, basically, we didn't steal the car because it smelled so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man, it's it's just it sucks because there's not enough information in it. We're playing basically playing it as we go, hoping that we hear more on the trial. But this this article was the fiance of John Eisenman. John Eisman, yeah. Uh, Brenda Cross breaks her silence a week after her fiance, John Eisman, was charged with the murder of Andrew Sorensen, who he claimed sold his daughter into sex trafficking. She says the rev- the revenge killing of daughter's boyfriend, she says, very proud of him. Is your wife going to be? Proud of me? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. My You're wife right. is helping me bury the body. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> Whoever it is. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not going to marry you if you're not going to help me bury that body. What about you? What about that song? She's, what about uh, you? She's, uh, she's mopping up the blood, but she ain't seen nothing. <laughs> what about me? I'm pretty sure my wife would just stand by me while I did it because she's good at being a supervisor. Just stand there with her arms closed and just watch me sweat my ass off while I did this. And... <laughs> Hey, seriously, every, seriously, but she still you, ain't saying shit. No. Where do you get a bottle of elbow grease? <laughs> oh my God. I'm not. She's not here to defend herself from that one. <laughs> oh man, that is a good story. Mm. Um, fiance of father charged in the killing of man. Um, Brenda Cross spoke out a week after her fiance John Eisman was arrested on 29 October for the murder of Andrew Sorensen, whose body was found in the trunk of an abandoned car in Northeast Spokane. All right, so let me ask you this. <clears throat> if if this story was big, let's just say it hit headlines like um who's the girl that Gabby, like Gabby, Kyle Rittenhouse? Gabby like Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah. <laughs> so, let's say it hit big like that. How much would you know? You would know literally 
how many guns John had, mm-hmm. how many knives he had, how many bullets he had. And we're sitting here reading, you know, facts that are he's got a million dollar bond. It was his fiance's car. And, she, and that's kind of like what pisses me like off. Like the FBI would because, have raided his house in right. two seconds. Like, you know, the the FBI raided um, someone's house the other day for a diary. I don't know if you guys know oh, that. Yeah, Project Sorry. Veritas. We'll, we'll go back to that. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, how much stuff would you know if this hit like Fox or NBC America or all this all these you'd know a lot more platforms you would know everything mm-hmm. like oh he uses two ply toilet paper <laughs> great that's what annoys me the most like you know something like this should be broadcasted heavily over the the shit they broadcast nowadays well yeah because it doesn't fit some kind of agenda the only things that are being broadcast these days are shit that fits agendas, mm-hmm. political agendas, um, gun control. Well, let's. Yeah. Sorry. What about what about the the finances that go into tracking this guy down? He's already been tracked. He turned himself in. He confessed. It's a case shut closed. Open closed. Oh yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we're spending millions of dollars but, yeah, going the, through. The thing is, is are they going to put time and effort into something that is already been confessed to? You know what I mean? Like he's basically. It sounds like he's being. Uh, yeah, because they're going to do the whole self defense thing. They're going to probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know shit about law, but the defense is probably going to come out with some type of you know self defense something, right? You know, because like, you know, they could say that this guy was still going after his daughter. Well, at at some point, you know, if your kid's under 18 and we want to say everybody here in this country, you're a minor till you're 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it is. And I feared for my daughter's life. Exactly. You know, like when like when you're when you're out, right, like if I'm carrying a gun and I'm out and somebody comes up and tries to rape my wife and I shoot them, I'm justified in doing so. Right. Because they have committed an act of violence, but if they did it, and then and I'm pre- weeks and later I'm you found out about self it, self defense. So it's like, but like, yeah. So like, so where things get a little shady, I think, and where the line gets crossed is if I'm out and I have a gun and somebody tries to rape my daughter or rape my wife right in front of me and I shoot them, I'm acting in self defense. I think that's justifiable. So then I take that body, throw it in the trunk of my car and drive off and bury that body or whatever, you know, right. and it's found. So then we got a little bit of a problem. Yeah, but so like I was acting in self-defense, right? But then I also took measures to cover that up. But what happens when you do that? Do you know? I think that I think that um so I still get in trouble well, because no, no. I didn't call the police and say, "Hey, I just shot somebody for trying to rape my daughter." Right. So Let's just say you did you did shoot him there, and well, hold on. At, at that exact point, you so called my, the cops. Hold on, but my point is like there's still going to be a trial around that, right? Because it's not necessarily a question that I shot him. I think it's more of a question of like maybe a little bit about the self defense thing, but more right. so the fact that I like hid the body or whatever, you know. Like so, there's still going to be where's probably the, where's a the, pretty self defense coming in. Are you saying? In, are you? Self-defense is me stop trying to stop somebody from raping my oh, daughter. Okay, so you're, you're going back to 
was this guy still bothering his daughter? Yeah, like I'm saying, like, you know, part of that could be that, like, he feared for his daughter's life because of this guy trying to, like, go after her. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, like, if, if I'm thinking about it, and so let's let, let me put myself in this guy's shoes, right? Like, my daughter is telling me these things that are uncomprehensible, you know, like treating a human being like a piece of garbage and or just saying and that person is still out there walking around living their life i'm gonna fear i'm gonna definitely have a fear that this guy's gonna come after her this guy knows that she is going to tell us everything right he knows that he's fucked so he's probably gonna try to come after her and let's also consider the guy's 60 years old. He's pretty much lived his life. Perfect example. Yeah. If, I, if I'm at that point in my life and I'm... <laughs> at 60, I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to get a yeah. sniper. I'm oh, going to well, get a yeah. good scope. I mean, yeah, I'm going right? to fuck with you. I'm going to hit your remote. Maybe hunt this motherfucker for yeah. a while. Like, let him run. <laughs> Pull Matt, out Matt's, some, like, jigsaw shit. <laughs> yeah. That's, Matt's pretty uh, good on this topic because he's not too far from 60. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but actually, back to that point, like, what I was saying is, uh, in this country, we, we consider a minor 18 years old, mm-hmm. right? So, um, anything How old under was 18? she? Um, I think she was 19. She was 19 or 20. I mean, honestly, to me, it doesn't matter. She could be 40. Regardless. <laughs> what I'm saying is, so, <clears throat> your daughter is, let's just say, 15 years old. She's a minor, and... She can't defend herself like you would defend yourself. We all carry guns mm-hmm. uh, all the time. No, not at I all. Mean, I mean, <laughs> I she's getting her ass about. sold on the street. I lost all my guns yeah. in a boating accident. <laughs> she's and, getting her ass sold on the street. She can't defend shit. But at that point in time, he's probably yeah. pumping her full of drugs too. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't defend her at that exact time. But to me, if you're defending a minor, it is considered self-defense because you are reliable. Oh, absolutely. There's no, I don't, dude, I don't think there's even any question about that because like, think about it. Like if somebody breaks into your house and you shoot them, even if they're not trying to kill somebody in your house, you're still justified in killing them. Right. That's the, that's defending personal property. Right. And I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a whole like thing about it. We need to have a cop on to clear that up. No, I've, I mean, you've taken a CCW class, right? I didn't have to because I was in the military. Well, I mean, the legalities of well, it is if somebody kind breaks of, into kind your, of. it's <laughs> more military than you two. So, <laughs> but the legalities of it are, and I clearly remember this from my CCW training: is if somebody breaks into your house, well, maybe in Kentucky, if somebody breaks into your house, like kicks open your door and comes into your house, you're justified in shooting them. Period. Correct. It doesn't matter if they're coming after you with a knife or pointing a gun at you or trying to rape somebody. But the somebody. weird question about that is not in the back. You can't shoot him in the back, which is stupid. You can't shoot him in the back. You can't shoot him outside your so then door. You just, yeah, so you, right, right. Yeah. Like, you almost have yeah. to hit them point blank as they walk in. Yeah. Or if you shoot him in the back as they're running away, it's not yeah, considered self defense. Although I think that there have been cases in the past where that has been overlooked. Right. Um, so to go back to the age, uh, Andrew Sorson was 19 years old. The daughter, it doesn't specify her age, but it specifically says, um, cop said Eisenman learned back in 2020 that his underage daughter was sold into a Seattle area sex trafficking ring, apparently by Sorson. 
her then boyfriend. He was able to rescue the, the girl and bring her back to Spokane, police said. A month later, the dad allegedly confronted Sorsen and abducted him, tr- tying him up and putting him in the trunk of a car. Eisenman subsequently assaulted the victim by hitting him in the head with a cinder block when, and then stabbed him repeatedly, causing his death. Officers only discovered Sorsen's corpse by uh, after Spokane residents reported an abandoned car on their street that was covered in mold and emitting a foul odor. That was the Dane Macy. So how's the, the car covered in mold? Is that because it started in the trunk with the blood? Probably. I don't, I'm not a forensic guy, but I would assume water a year. You're yeah, talking a year. A lot of of well, in all reality, too, if it was me, I'm not going to lie. He did it too quick. Um, I would be doing paper cuts between the fingers, fucking <laughs> yeah. ripping paper cuts. Tie that fucker up in my basement. How's that feel, motherfucker? Like a yellow envelope, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tie him uh, up in the basement. You know, keep it, him pumping, so, pumping him full of drugs. Yeah, uh, vehicle. No, you don't give him any drugs. <laughs> the vehicle apparently belonged to Eisman's fiance. Uh, inside was a man with his ankles and hands bound, tape yeah, so over he his definitely mouth. Tied him up before he beat him and killed him. And multiple puncture marks on his clothing, according to the article. Eisenman opened the door. When police tried to contact his fiance, uh, the registered owner of the 91 Green Honda Accord, and told cops the car had been stolen in 2020. So Eisenman lied, said the, co- the car was stolen mm-hmm. in 2020. Um, which, That's not good. Which then he paid. That's not going to help. The no, we did say that he, help at all. He paid somebody $1,000 to go drop the car off. Right. That's not going to help either. So he basically set this guy up to steal a vehicle or to look like a stolen, make it look like a stolen vehicle. Uh, fiance cross later reportedly explained to investigators that the couple's underage daughter had been sex trafficked by Sorensen and she and Eisman drove to Seattle to rescue her last year. A neighbor contacted police and told them that Eisenman had admitted to killing someone and hiding their body in the trunk of a car. The article said, Eisenman admitted under questioning to confronting Sorsen last November and killing him, according to the report. He was arrested Friday, November 5th, I believe it was, and held... No, no, no. I think that was October 29th he was arrested and held on a $1 million bond. So what if... What if, like... Because, you know, people take this whole, like, protective, overprotective father thing way too far sometimes... What if this dude is just pissed off at his daughter's girlfriend and kills him, and then they come up with this whole story? Um, what do you mean? Repeat that. So there's so what? Like, what if he's just like pissed off at this dude because, like, yeah, I don't know, he like smacked her around or something. Let's he, say the daughter's not even. I'm I'm gonna go off what you're what you're trying to say. Yeah. And tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm going in a different direction. That what if the daughter and was kind of a shitty kid ran off with her boyfriend and was mixed up with the wrong people and she got mixed up with other people you know what i mean like what if the story is different what what if his side of the story can't be told because he's dead now right but it did say that he she told him she told the father that he was she was sold into sex trafficking you know um you know, people who are addicted to drugs say some crazy shit. I don't want to say that they were mixed up in drugs, but that is a well, good indication. There's probably yeah. a good possibility that happened. I just haven't seen anything yet that says that. But you know, the thing of it is, like, in that world, 
which it sounds to me like so if he's gonna know i mean because let's be honest i can't just go take my daughter and sell her into sex trafficking i wouldn't know where to, the first fucking place to start with that right like i don't know anybody keith you know anybody who sex traffics you <laughs> like i don't know anybody dude if you were to tell me right now hey man can you go get me a gram of cocaine i wouldn't know who the fuck to go to i know nobody nobody that's all well it's all dark web stuff yeah but but what i'm saying is like he like he has to be involved in something and usually drugs are at the center of that right so it's very possible that this girl could have been strung out right and it, oh, he absolutely. is absolutely. trying to get her away from this life, right? You know, and, and, and the boyfriend is the one responsible for getting the girl strung out because he's a dope boy or addicted himself, right? And then th- shit just goes wrong. He ends up dead. And now we got to make a story that's strong enough that we're going to get a, people's attention and take it to court and well, have some type of it can argument. Be, it could be far from what we call so what the general public will view sex trafficking is is um almost from the Liam Neeson movie taken to where she's going to another country or she's doing this that this that and the other there are a lot of times where um people who are addicted will go out on a bender and and only the only way to get drugs is the dealer's a dude and he says oh hey let me have sex with her. Yeah. And yeah. I'll give you what you need. Yep. And that's kind of the question. Like, people how, will do, how far uh, did that go? People in active addiction will do anything. Or, I mean, I, and I, I speak this from experience because I'm in recovery. Right. right? Well, not drugs, but. <laughs> and I've been around a lot of people who are in active recovery, who have been in active addiction, and the stories that I've heard of the shit that they've done is, in some cases, incomprehensible. Like, I could never picture, like, I maybe I lived a sheltered life. I don't think I did. But, like, the things that I've heard people openly admit to doing in Narcotics Anonymous meetings is unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Right. Unbelievable. I've heard people's stories that would literally make anybody, literally anybody who has never done a drug in their life or, you know, is just a normal human being would make your jaw hit the floor. Yeah. So what, what you're saying, Keith, is that um, let's just say scenario based. Uh, they went to go score some drugs and this is all happened. We're just making this up. This isn't right. Noted no factual um, that they try to get some drugs and dealer said hey man i'll hook you up with some whatever if you let me have sex with your daughter or yeah. your, your girlfriend and they say yeah well and i can tell you that shit happens he you know said drug dealer says uh yeah here's your drugs but i'm keeping her mm-hmm. right now how does that look on sourcin like oh well i'm i'm not gonna do anything to this guy this guy will kill me mm-hmm. leaves comes back and gives the dad heads up. This is what happened. But that goes along with what if these two took off and the, the dad says, where's my daughter a month later yeah. and says, well, she stayed with him. 
that's just scenario based. I mean, um, there's all kind like <clears throat> when drugs are involved, there's all kinds of shit that could happen. I just found an article. Uh, I don't want to cut you off. I, I think <clears throat> this is a good article. This was just released one hour ago. Yahoo News. Uh, title: Man who allegedly killed daughter's boyfriend is no hero to grieving family. Sa- family says. Yeah, of course not. Of course not, right? <laughs> so in his mugshot picture. Yeah. <laughs> was he? What was he part of the Crips? <laughs> his um, blue bandana. Here, I'll pull the picture. So for you, the man. quotes. The, there's a quote basically covering. It's talking about guys like us. It was something that a lot of men say that they would do for their daughters. Um. But Sorensen's parents told NBC News that they say uh, that to save himself from a long prison sentence. Eisenman and his family are demonizing and developmentally disabled young man who was born with autism, cerebral palsy, and who has no ties to sex traffickers. He was a disabled kid, Sorson's father said uh, in a brief uh, telephone interview. He didn't have the capability to sex, sex traffic anybody. Sorson's mother, Therese, Theresa, Theresa that for a second. said they had been advised by their lawyer and by the police not to speak publicly about the investigation, but she said that her son and the teenage girl who had been friends for years, and that it was upsetting to find out the gory details of her son's death via the news. We didn't, we didn't get to tell our side of the story, Teresa um, said, because there is so much more out there about all of, all of this that needs to come out. Yeah, I'm sure there is. The Sorensen family released a statement Tuesday that directly addressed the account uh, Eisenman told investigators. Quote, we spent a year searching for him and hoping he would return. Sorensen's kin said in a statement, claims by his confessed killer have been very hurtful and only added to our family's grief. The word alleged means of an incident without proof. It has already been reported both by FBI and Washington State Patrol said there is no sex trafficking investigation into the victim. So you just said kin. Was it the next of kin? Was it, it actually his parents? It says the kin. But it's it's quoting it's weird Teresa they say that. And, and the father. <clears throat> well, yeah. If you say mother or father, that's one thing. But if you say next of kin, that's I didn't say next different. of kin. It says the kin. I know. That's you what know, I'm saying. So somebody that's <clears throat> representing it's is, funny is speaking for them. It's funny that they say that though, because when you think about so that just makes me think that this guy was more into drugs than anybody thinks he was. Because the the other thing that I've come to kind of find out in my own personal experience is that you sell sell women. <laughs> no, like people, a lot of people who are addicted to drugs are self-medicating for reasons that are things like mental problems, like ADHD, PTSD, you know, those types of things. That's something you see a lot of. You see alpha-type personalities of people that are strong, smart, street smart, but they have some type of debilitating mental illness that they're medicating for or that they're, you know, they're using these drugs to basically try to feel normal, right? So that just makes me think like this guy probably was caught up in drugs in some kind. Like drugs have to be a factor in this case. So uh, it, it does say that Sorson does appear to have a police record. It does not. Hmm. It, it's not for sex trafficking record show. In July 2020, 
Sorson pleaded not guilty to charges of fourth-degree assault, marijuana possession, and intent to sell marijuana that were logged against him by the Spokane County Sheriff's uh, Office. In April of 2019, available records show a woman requested a temporary order of protection against Sorson, but apparently the request was denied after a court. Yeah, hearing. this guy's... Yeah. Can you think... Can you see the chain links coming so, together? So, yeah. So, those are the things that are public. Those are the things that are on paper. That's not the shit he got away with. Exactly, because... That's actually another big statement, too. We'll go into it in further detail in further time. But women don't talk like they should. Women don't actually express how they feel or what happened to them because they're thinking, oh, they'll get. Um, well, and it's possible that she doesn't want her own addictions to come into play. Come to light. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because she probably was on to something, too. I mean, I would be shocked if this kid is clean. So I guess he appeared in court on Monday. Is that correct? Or am I late on that one? You, I think you might be correct. I said something about Tuesday. Um, um, so when he was bound, um, he wasn't like tied up or anything. He was zip tied and had tape over his mouth. And this is according to spokesman review and only discovered after people began to rummage through the unlocked car and take items from it. This article does does talk about in 2008, Liam Neeson starting a movie taken as an it is an inventor father, <laughs> a very particular set of skills, who rescues his daughters from an Albanian sex traffickers. I will find you in real life. No, that scenario <laughs> is incredibly un- unusual. Oh, is it incredibly unusual? Oh yeah, he looks like a real model citizen there. Almost looks like Nick. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, like, seriously, take a look. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I need to stream this to the TV. I'd like to see. Can you find more pictures of him? I'd like to see. Uh, so uh, on this article still with Yahoo News uh, that was just released an hour ago, the, uh, the way Eisman claims his, his daughter wound up in the clutches of sex traffickers is all too common. And the men who forced them into prostitution even have a name. Romeo Pimps, experts said. I've actually heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the most common form of entry into sex trafficking Shocker. is with the promises of love, Dobek said. Uh, Dobek is the executive director of Washington Probably Sex Trafficking like the- Prevention and nationally known expert on sex trafficking. Um, they target a vulnerable young person and make them believe they are loved, added Trisha McFarlane, a mere ministries in Rich- uh, Richland, Washington, a group that supports survivors of sex trafficking. Young women are especially vulnerable to someone who will make them believe this is their first big love. So the family is actually stating um, in the article I'm reading on Yahoo, this is just Yahoo entertainment, but the family is actually stating that he was a disabled kid. Randy said in a brief telephone, telephone interview, and he didn't have the capability to sex traffic anybody capable kid who likes to wear gang style bandanas. Say, Say that again. Um, he was a disabled kid. Randy said in a brief telephone interview, he didn't have the capability to sex traffic anybody. How do you have the capability to sex traffic? <laughs> I'm actually wondering the same thing. <laughs> I, Explain I, I, that. Did you figure that out? I just came If you up. Googled that, the FBI would <laughs> kick down the how, fucking front how door. How do I sex traffic women? <laughs> Google uh, it. I will, um, <laughs> I will say I just came up on the phone like the ending of this article quote, 
our son had an IQ of 81. If anybody could have been taking advantage of it, it was him. Forrest Gump had an IQ of 75, and that guy was a bad motherfucker. He met every major event in American history. Can we just... I, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's let's go back. How did you know he had a... I, did you Google that? Or I, I did, because... <laughs> Can we just all agree now? It was just that, like, what's what's the low IQ? I, I don't think an IQ can justify somebody's. It's kind of. I, I guess it can, I, but then again, what's my IQ to believe that the IQ isn't something that can gauge anybody's intellectual? You know, mine's like a Forrest nine. Gump is a fictional character. To me, it's kind of like no it's kind of like the plead insanity thing. Like, come on, really? Ice cream. Yeah. So, well. I wouldn't be surprised if that story changes over the course of this trial. Well, it's it's probably gonna it's it's gonna be up to us to keep following it and talking about yeah. it. Yeah, and hopefully, because I bet that I bet that changes. Yeah, hopefully, whatever listeners we end up developing from this case, dude, this uh, is huge. Go ahead. I have to read this. <clears throat> now, this is the FBI. The FBI says it does not comment on the existence or non-existence of any investigation. Mm. Right? (laughs) Which pretty much means there's an investigation. Right? Law enforcement officials in Spokane did not immediately respond to requests from NBC News seeking comment. Now, it does say while Sorensen didn't appear to have a police record, it's not for sex, or he did appear to have a um, yeah, police record. he did record. have a police record. It's not for sex trafficking record show, which is fine, but... That just means he didn't got, he didn't ever got caught. Or he never did, and it was his first time. Or he never got caught. I mean, if you have a record, that means you got caught for doing something. So you said a minute ago, Ryan, um, in April of 2019, uh, records show a woman requested temporary order of protection against Renson, but apparently the request was denied after a court hearing. It'd be nice to actually pull that up and look at it. Hold on. It it should be public records. So here's, having been through this myself... It's actually extremely difficult to get protection orders. What have you? Oh, okay. Extremely difficult. You said through yourself. Um, okay. Extremely difficult. Yeah. Not for the same case. There He's has just, to I was be. Gonna say, uh, <laughs> dude, there has a confession. There has to be very, very clear cut, defined, defensible evidence of like immediate danger of violence in order to get a protection order. Yeah. And you have to prove it. So that right there, what he just read means nothing to me, mm-hmm. but it because is kind I, of questionable that I can tell you right now, I had every right to have a restraining order and I got one, but not oh, the way you, you filed the restraining order. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you were saying you had, uh, they hmm. were trying to, mm-hmm. oh, no, 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 no. He, yeah, he. Gotcha. I got one, mm-hmm. but not by the way I tried. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got. Well, I will clear up. Matt is probably one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. Um, Bullshit. <laughs> oh shit! Was I next to the mic? Um. So I don't know what you were reading, but it does say NBC News reached out to Cross, and that's that's the same article there there's no just stuff like i okay. just skipped over uh, i felt okay. like i was just repeating it um i just stuck to the update on the um the 
uh, victims. I see that you. Parents. So we you, really you look for the blue highlights. Are we really trying <laughs> to say that this guy is like untouchable? That he's just like mentally ill and I, like I hasn't done a bad thing in his life. We're not saying didn't that. Deserve, no, I'm saying like the they family, are. Yeah, his like, family is trying to justify. But like if like I've already heard enough that's on paper to question that this guy is like an upstanding member of society. Not an upstanding. Right. Right. Like to question it. Like they're trying to say, oh, this guy was perfect and he has all these problems that means that he could never do any of this. But the evidence that's on paper suggests a very different story. Okay. Uh, well, we've been going at this for about 55 minutes now. I think uh, we'll have some quick final thoughts from uh, Matt, myself, and Keith, and then we'll close out this episode. Uh, so what do you what do you want to say, Matt? I'll start with me. <laughs> All right. What do you want to say, Keith? I honestly don't know. I don't really have a... I'm going to... I'm going to try and attack this at a completely unbiased opinion and say that until there's actually more proven, uh, like we're reading stuff from, from mainstream media and we don't know what's true. We don't know what happened. We don't know. And we're not getting any comment from the daughter or the fiance. And that's kind of big. I can't, I won't say this is mainstream media. We're, 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 we really are trying to dig for this. There's not, no, much that's what I'm saying. We're yeah. not getting any, we're not getting any fill. Like we're not getting any filler from anybody. Cause this is very, this, this story you have to dig for. And like, in fact, when you pull up articles on Google, you're getting like the, a one paragraph sentence. So my opinion on it is, uh, you know, I can't judge by the looks of somebody. I can't judge. Uh, I, I can't say that he looks like an upstanding citizen. Um, but I can't also say that he's guilty for whatever is being said was done. Now, with that said, um, I think that in my personal opinion, would I defend the father if this is something he did? Absolutely. 100%. And if this was proven and, you know, there's a long list of things, I'm a hundred percent about that. Like I agree with him doing what he did. Don't care if he left the body in a car for a year. My personal opinion, fucking bury it. You know, don't let people find it, whatever. But other than that, like until we get more information or even if we could li listen into the court and see what happens or what's talked about and what the judges say and uh, lawyers, it'd be great to get more facts on it. Cause we're, you know, we're speaking on opinions here and, which is fine. Um, I'm sharing that with you now, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Um, but other than that, like, I'd, I'd definitely like to have more facts. Are there, are there a lot of lingering things that we talked about tonight? Like, as opposed to, like, or not opposed to, but like us saying, hey, you know, could he have done this or could he have done that? These are big could haves and would haves and may haves, but they're not 100% true. Um, our opinions are our opinions. And like I said, do I think this needs to be more looked at, especially with the article saying that the FBI should have looked at it? Yeah, absolutely. But other than that, I'm, you know, I guess I'm going to be a middleman until I know facts. You know, I, I, like I said, I agree with the dad. If, if all the facts that they're, or all the statements that they're saying are true, but with what we have right now, right. Yeah. 
I, lot, I'd agree with the dad. Missing, and this, this is the first time we've seen the, <clears throat> the family of Sorsons actually speak up. Right. And to their defense, we would always defend our kid no matter what the situation yeah. is. Um, That's what I was going to say. So I think, I think I'm going to put my personal beliefs aside as much as possible and say that based on the facts that I've heard about this case and what we've talked about here, I definitely think that both of these kids were doing things. They were involved in a lifestyle that was questionable regardless of, you know, did anybody deserve what's happened to him? I think that he is probably into things and she was into things. I mean, I've heard stories like this countless number of times. It happens every day to a lot of people. Drugs are way more prevalent, I think, than a lot of... I mean, you guys both know. You see it every day on your runs and shit. I think that these two were into shit. And I think that this guy's going to do time. I think that there's no way that he's not going to do time. I mean, what he did, he's not going to walk from this. There's no way. Not at all. There's no way. Whether he was justified, whether he did the right thing or not, you know, I think you could very easily say that, like, you know, if I were a father, I would genuinely feel like if I went and pulled my daughter out of this lifestyle, I would genuinely feel a threat from him. I would... I would be on edge. I would be locking my doors at night. I would be carrying a gun. I would be sleeping with a gun. I would I would be genuinely concerned that he was a So nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would be genuinely concerned that this guy was a threat. So whether that affects the outcome of the case, maybe it yeah. does, maybe it doesn't, I definitely think this guy's going away and probably going to spend a majority of the rest of his life in prison. Yeah. You know, if it's proven that he's right, though, and he did what he did, and he did it for that cause, I hope he doesn't. I, my personal opinion, I, don't think I hope matters. he doesn't spend a freaking day in jail. I don't think yeah. it matters. I really don't. I think the way that this justice system is set up is that he is going to go to prison. Yeah. I think the question is, for how long? And does he die in prison, or does he eventually make it out of prison? Yeah, absolutely. Um what about you? What's your yours? Honestly, uh, like you said, there's very minimal to this story. We're only putting out what we're finding on the internet. Um, but if it, it just makes you, it, it makes me scared as a father of how easy this can happen. Yeah. And it's up to Terrifying. us as fathers, not even just fathers, but parents to love your kids. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode on the Debrief Table podcast. We'll try to stay up on this information with the case of John Eisenman. If anybody else has any leads, please send them our way. We'll be sure to look over it, and we'll try and run another episode following this case. I'm your host, Ryan. Alongside me, co-ho Keith. Be sure to check out our Instagram at the Debrief Table podcast. We are on Spotify. You can also hear us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. This is the Debrief Table Podcast, signing out.